0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week, so dig in, it's breakfast time. Listen at Brentfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
1: He never
2: G.I. Joe G.I. Joe, G.I.
1: Joe. Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe, knowing is half the podcast show. You are excited.
2: Wait a minute. Is the show now... Is that a genre of show? Knowing is half the podcast? Well, you got mad at me last time because I didn't say knowing is half the podcast as part of the actual introduction, right. so but I Right, but what you said was the... F- <laughs> Welcome back to your favorite knowing is half the podcast show. Yes. So if I were to go to iTunes and look up, like, podcast, natural sciences, or podcast, like, uh, performing <laughs> arts, podcast, knowing is half the podcast... <laughs> Uh, look up there, there would only be one in the category, and it would be us. What I would like to say to that is, this is your favorite Knowing is Half the Podcast
1: episode, Knowing is Half the Podcast show, as in of the 11 we've done, this is your new favorite.
2: Right. If you had said episode, that would have made total sense, and I would have let it lie. Would you? I would have been fine with that. I'm saying that now. Clearly, I would have come up with some reason why... It wasn't acceptable. <laughs> well, I can tell you why it wouldn't
1: have been acceptable. Because I don't like your face? Well, I didn't want to say it so so glaringly obvious well, terms, that's but there I'm it is.
2: Here. You guys that's...
3: are the Mulder and Scully of podcasting. <laughs> when are will, they going to kiss? Will they? Won't they? <laughs> I
2: was like, wait a minute, one of them doesn't believe that exists, sir. Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: believe it's more so you're still not convinced G.I. Joe is actually a real show. It's some sort of elaborate troll that I've pulled over on both of you.
2: Yep. Cigarette smoking man's there in Korea, just whipping him out right
1: as we speak. It's like the Berenstain Bears.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, really, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh-huh. That's
1: ridiculous. I'm the in. The, I'm from the E universe. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there.
2: You, uh, you weak minded simpleton. All. Oh, uh, 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 what well, are you an E?
3: Oh yeah, it was when I was little. It It was
2: was not. It was an. It was an E. It's always been an A. Are you
3: implying that five year old Gina couldn't properly read and therefore remembered it incorrectly?
2: I am implying that someone put out a stupid meme uh, in the original sense of the word, meaning an idea that spreads like a virus, and you bought into it, and your memories got edited, and here we are. I've been calling them the Berenstein
1: Bears for my entire life, only to read this dumb article that hit Facebook like a week ago and find out that everything I knew was wrong. Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears.
2: That's weird. that's what I've been calling that's them my weird. entire life. Berenstein Bears. I get um, because uh, like uh, like karaoke, becoming karaoke. Steen is easier to say than stain, but uh, Berenstein because there was an e in there. He's anti spelling.
1: Because the spelling. <laughs> In any case, my name is Ray
2: Stekanis. Oh, did we not even get to that part No. Nope. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. Who are you guys? I'm Robert Chan.
3: I'm Gina Ippolito. And we're going to talk
1: about episode 11. We're not going to talk about the Berenstein bears anymore. I will be bringing it back
2: up. <laughs> this is an episode involving animals. Yes. In, not bears, though, <sighs> that I remember. Gina, I, there were probably bears you know in of- there. Somewhere. I mean,
1: you love animals. You love animals on GI Joe. This must have been your favorite episode of all time.
3: I want everyone that works on this show to be fired <laughs> after they this episode.
2: They, are. they have been. <laughs> they no longer work for Sunbow. I
3: wanted them to be fired immediately after this episode <laughs> came out. Why?
1: Because animals are getting whipped, and I, beaten
3: constantly the entire is, time. This episode was terrible. I have so many notes.
2: <laughs> really? In
3: my notes,
2: I only I, see. I only noted twice. Uh, here you sorry, Gina. um look, look and one no. of them was, sorry, <laughs> no. more jungle. no, uh, no, well, let's start at the beginning. This
1: episode is called Cobra's Creatures mm-hmm. and oh. uh, we open with three planes going up for a routine test maneuver. and for I a Im- test maneuver.
3: immediately hate it because why because, hey, they're gonna throw a dog out of a jet. <laughs> that dog can't consent to that. And, your- and then they make a joke about what if his parachute doesn't open? It's true. They're like, "Ha ha! We're throwing this stupid dog out of this jet. What if his parachute doesn't open? Uh oh! Who cares? <laughs> He's a dog. And I hate them all.
2: I mean, I and feel we're like
3: off to the races. If it
2: were a person, <laughs> it would be just the same.
3: No, because that person gave a gave a con- consensual yes. That the person dog-
2: went through basic training. That dog the, did not. The dog has been trained obviously otherwise they would not bother to design the ccc the canine <laughs> core shoot
3: it doesn't why, why do they even why do they even do it
2: they're giving it to trained dogs of which he is the uh, the chuck yeager of <laughs> of dogs in the air i do take issue with the fact that they would have, have all of the Joes uh, arrayed out on the ground. They would have made a landing site. And a They target. would have sent up three jets. Three jets to test a dog parachute. How much money did they spend <laughs> on, A, the technology to begin with? that they would have an entire thing set out specifically for trained dogs to jump out of planes. Why would you send a trained dog out of a plane? And then...
3: I will say, like, maybe... I'm willing to give this one to them in that maybe they're thinking, okay, he does travel on jets. At some point, he might have to... Doggy ...eject. And so they were ultimately looking out for him. But I had a bad feeling, and guess what? I was right. (laughs) Because two seconds later, he gets dog-napped. I'm
2: going to bring... This will come back later, but, uh, yeah, b- b- making vehicles sp- specifically animal-friendly is, is ridiculous. It is absurd. Can I just say right now, these, the are de- your, the th-
1: devil. these are all your tax dollars at work, folks. When you complain about the 57% of our overall budget that goes to the military, put
2: doggy parachutes somewhere in that bubble. I will say this, though. Cobra, how much money did they spend to create a net... <laughs> For multiple helicopters to grab th- two Joes and one dog which, specifically for the purpose of testing uh, a new mind control device. Which
3: they could have used on literally any animal.
2: Any animal. And didn't
3: need to dog nap.
2: They needed to kidnap a G.I.
1: Joe trained dog to test the highest level of doggy acumen. They on had, the planet that's ever been found, these dogs can dance. These wolves can break dance. They
2: required and funny hats, Intel to get this specific thing happening. Yes, and there had to be a cloudy day so that they could hide in a cloud. Yeah, day. they
3: really, they really planned this one out. Maybe they had a weather generator though.
2: Of all the a times, tiny weather, <laughs> like a pocket weather. Generator. Yeah, I mean,
3: listen. There, weirder things have happened that they own.
2: This is I cannot argue that I <laughs> cannot argue this
1: is that. like the 10th weird thing to happen that we've seen so far but
3: this is this is it's so far it's a, it's a terrible dog hating plan and then we get to the scientist whose plan it is. well hold on that thought for
1: just one sec here before we jump ahead just for me um, why did G.I. Joe pick this one day out of all to not implement radar. <laughs> Because if they just had any kind of basic radar, they could have seen the cobra planes in I mean, the cloud. I feel like cobra
3: planes are, are radar invisible. The radar invisible. That's, that's a, a likely thing that they invested in. Sure,
1: but not only that, Flint like flies around, and then they just go out like Flint's flying around. Like we don't know where they are. We don't know where they are. And the cobra just flies out the backside of the cloud, <laughs> mm-hmm. where just nobody can see them up in the air. Oop. Now that they've left the freaking cloud, mm-hmm. uh, you know what IBM or IBM Microsoft would call that. The power of the cloud. Boo. The power.
2: I would like IBM to say that. Microsoft? I don't know. Microsoft Apple? the cloud. Have you heard of Apple? They don't use They the have cloud. an iCloud. The name I'm is thinking iCloud. of the, uh, the
1: Microsoft Xbox cloud. Boo. Thank you very much. Either way, <laughs> terrible. Uh, final thought on this segment right here. I'd like to say right now, for as ridiculous as both plans are, and as much money is wasted to shoot a dog out of an airplane and then kidnaps, kidnap said dog. Dog nap. I would like to say right now, uh, this is clear proof in Ayn Rand's philosophy. Corporations in the free market will always waste their money in a better way than our government ever could.
2: Boom. I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry, Chan. (laughs) My final thought is, how many times do we have to hear somebody saying, I smell a rat? Only to be corrected by some asshole, (laughs) probably named Flint, to say, I smell a snake. Yeah, we know the only (laughs) thing you ever do is fight Cobra. Why would you even bother with the rat thing? Why wouldn't you just jump straight to snake? I smell a snake. Yes, it's probably Cobra. Let's go get him.
3: My final thought on this segment (laughs)
2: is
3: I hate them.
2: (laughs) Who? Everyone involved? All of them. I
3: hate the Joes for doing this. Except for Junkyard. And then I hate cobra for dog mapping who him. gets
2: called junk way too often in this episode for my taste really junkyard's yeah. hard to say well yeah. then get a better name
3: oh oh speaking of this is my next favorite part speaking of terrible names
1: you thought dr lucifer
3: well dr lucifer which by the way bad planning on his parents part <laughs> like what did they expect him to be What's
2: mr and mrs lucifer but then i will, <laughs> I will say that i feel like uh, such an on the nose name <laughs> is either way too early in the series yeah. to be jumping straight to Doctor the Devil, or <laughs> way too late. Should have been episode one. I was like, look here, here's <laughs> our bad guy. His name is is Doctor Root of all evil. Go.
3: I I it, it's ridiculous on every level. <laughs> But his, his weapon is even more ridiculous. It's the he worst. He says, my high-frequency weapon, let's call it high-freak for short. Oh, let's.
1: Yeah. Let's. Let's. <laughs> let's. just. Here's high the thing freak. I came up with when I was uh, kicking it around
2: my head a little bit.
3: <laughs> he put no planning into that.
2: <laughs> <After> <laughs> I'm
3: surprised he didn't just say, let's call it H freak
2: Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, that somebody, somebody said, we need, uh, somebody noticed, like, high-frequency, why don't we just call it high-freak? Ads, and then just built an episode around that, High Freak. <laughs> every- uh, fucking animals, I guess. Yeah, animals can hear high frequencies, right? All right, let's go. Every Cobra weapon is
1: named the coolest fucking thing in the world. You know, you've got, uh, uh, you've got the weather dominator. You've got the mass device. Uh-huh. You've got the pyramid of darkness. You've got half a dozen other fantastic ones that we've covered on the show already that I'm blanking on. But then you just all of a sudden bust out the High Freak
2: gun.
3: That, that should prove that Lucifer is not is not going to be able to cut it in cobra. <laughs> he's
2: not going to come well, back. You're not being invited back. Apparently he has because every other scientist that fails Cobra Commander dies. Oh. So he's well, He claims I mean, that.
1: He's no, the exact quote is to fail me is fatal. How many people already have
2: we seen fail Cobra Commander who keep coming back week after week? I mean scientists. He says specifically scientists. So yeah. I mean we don't see a lot of recurring scientists. Well, that's true. He's going to get soft when Dr. Mindbender hits the field
1: next season because um, he fails him every
2: episode. I don't know, I feel I like, i feel like he's probably going to get a little stiff.
0: Yeah. Lord.
2: Yeah. Man, that the I mean, he opens that vest up all the <laughs> way down. Dude, that guy could he's an older man, good abs. Great abs. <laughs>
1: So, my first thought upon entering the Cobra Temple, and we have built, what is this, the 11th Cobra Temple that we've seen in 11 episodes?
3: Where are uh, they getting the materials for this? Oh, wait, this, <laughs> was, gonna, Dr. Oh, was, this Dr. was Dr. Lucifer's. Well, this was Dr. Lucifer's,
1: but they co opted it as a Cobra Temple because they put right. cobras on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Because why not be garish?
3: It's a castle, right? Because at yep. some point, at some right. point, they call it a castle. Well, let's
2: just go ahead and uh, jump right ahead to the point at the end where uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, he, uh, Dr. Lucifer's like, yeah, they're never going to find us. They get found out, obviously, because yeah. it's a fucking Cobra temple. Uh-huh. And Cobra Commander's got the fucking gall to be like, oh, no one can locate your castle, right? I'm like, motherfucker, we've had 11 episodes. There have been like nine temples. Eight <laughs> of those nine episode. have been found and destroyed by G.I. Joe. And you're going to call out this dude? It's They're going to find you. <laughs> if you hold G.I. Joes and don't search them and don't like take off all of their clothes and body cavity search them, mm-hmm. they're going to come.
3: I feel like Lucifer was actually like more successful than most past scientists. Is that right? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because he he definitely like first of all he's, he's that is his invention is insanely good and, and it useful works and it yeah. works.
2: If and, maybe he just didn't have a giant control panel like every uh, yeah. device.
3: But like I say, just go back out and just keep rebuilding it, mm. and just next time just have the animals kill. Kill everyone. Well, this is where I sort of
1: feel like Dr. Lucifer's coming from. It's like he's got the great idea, but he doesn't have the infrastructure behind him to really implement it out into the field. That's why he needs why he needs Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because it is strange though, because this machine is apparently so powerful that cutting ahead to the end of the episode, when they destroy the machine, even though there are animals all over the entire world somehow controlled by this machine, not locally by the gun, but by the machine, when they blow up the machine Every animal in the world is suddenly freed of its power. That is serious, heavy-duty lifting by yeah, that machine, right there. That's true.
2: Uh, well, I mean, I feel may, like I feel like those uh, uh, those guns are like uh, what you call them—the extenders, like Wi-Fi extenders. Okay. Oh so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like once the main router goes down, then the extenders aren't going to be able to. Do so it's anything. maybe using yeah, like that's, a, that's true. antennas and satellites yeah, and all yeah, that. Goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but also, can we just? Uh we're talking about the cloud, can we just have a distributed network perhaps instead of just again just a big panel that is always exploded by G.I. Joe and always mm-hmm. stops the plan? I think it's part of Cobra Commander's
1: like ingrained DNA though. He needs some something central located that he can like control
2: yeah. that will get blown up. At oh, some you point. Mean,
3: plus he wants to see it.
2: Plus he wants to I mean Obviously, as as we can tell <laughs> from this keyboard, which I took a screenshot of for the people here, and I, <laughs> know, we'll get like, that up on the Facebook page. Thing, it's it's a beautiful, it's a thing of beauty. There's, it looks like <laughs> it uh, was like designed was designed for a toddler. Yes, I was like the
1: cow, <laughs> the cow says. Yeah, that's
3: exactly what I. You thought. know what I see
1: it as the worst game of perfection I've ever seen in my Ooh, entire yeah. life. Yeah. What's perfection? That's the game with the little uh, symbols, and you got the thing, and you turn it, and it's gonna pop up out of the air, and you got to finish it. Oh. Put all the symbols
3: and all the that's slots. called perfection is it isn't it called
2: no he's actually right this really? time. Really? yeah no I don't I don't like uh admitting that he's correct <laughs> but he's correct. I
3: thought it was called like something to do with like it's gonna burst <laughs> <laughs> it's called spleen all
2: right uh I like your uh your toy there What you could have caught well we've got a lot of names we've done a lot of focus grouping uh <laughs> perfection was the first one we came out because you had to do it in a certain amount of time and you have to get uh, the uh, toys in the slot and the proper amount of just or absolute perfect perfectly or or <laughs> what, what did you call it what something call it? about how it's gonna burst something about how it's gonna burst is our second choice
3: <laughs> i mean which would you rather buy if you saw in a store <laughs> like really weigh in on the facebook page and tell me if you saw two board games left okay. one was called perfection and <laughs> one was called something about how it's About to burst. So
1: are you on team hashtag perfection or team hashtag something's going to (laughs) burst? Something about how it's going to burst. Something about how it's hashtag something about how it's going to (laughs) burst. Let us know on Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. I'm serious. Vote for it. So uh, one other thought I had about this big room with the castle in it, Uh how bereft of furniture is this entire room? It's one control panel and a chair.
3: Listen, with the amount of times that their temples get destroyed, they can't keep going to Ikea.
1: But this is Lucifer's temple. In theory, he would have had it furnished before they took over.
2: But also... What
3: a waste of space.
2: Also, though... I think he kind of knows. <laughs> <laughs> when Cobra shows up, castles go boom.
3: Yeah, plus he, he, he very well could have put his furniture in storage. He put it all in storage. F- in preparation for this exact moment. So yeah. this is my first no. I had testing weapons on dogs? No. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's, that's fair. So they spray him with the high freak device. that It looks like a giant like anime dick, right? Am I wrong about that gun? I did notice. It's didn't got two notice. big balls and did then a big thing that. with a little Chan.
3: penis head on it. Neither uh, Chan nor that. I noticed. Okay. Which means you you were the only one that noticed. Mm-hmm. Take that don't from make not what you will.
1: Don't make it wrong. <laughs> I also am prone to see dicks in all my guns. Um, I don't know what to tell. You. To me, this was more phallic than a normal
2: GI Joe gun, which is already pretty phallic to begin with. I will say that uh, I didn't worry so much about. I, I didn't get a no off of this one because all they did was make uh, junkyards eyes glow.
3: Meh. Yeah, but then my next note is: What if high freak gives animals brain tumors? How much testing have they done?
2: I'm going to guess very little.
1: Exactly, this, this I is mean, the testing. Exactly, I mean, it's,
2: it's a it's sound. I don't know, you know, like you, I don't know how loud you'd have to turn up your stereo to give you cancer. I mean, here's I the thing: like it's, it's not, not it's not, not just
3: sound. There's a mind <laughs> control element within that sound.
2: Well, I feel like uh, it's a sound that sort of renders the. Brain pliable, like hypnosis, kind of like hypnosis. Hmm. I'll be honest, I just think that they think shoot gun at dog, turn dog bad.
1: I think that was the whole plot in the uh, writer's room. They don't worry about the specifics of it. I mean, absolutely, the writers did not think that far ahead.
3: I have my Uh, next no coming up here soon. Well, before that, let me just
1: ask this question now, because I have a feeling I know where that no is. Uh Um, The reason why Dr. Lucifer, I think this is pure and beautiful, and there's something nice about it. The entire reason Dr. Lucifer goes to Cobra with this huge device that he put so much time, energy, and money into. He did it for love, Gina. He did it for Professor Attila, speaking, again, of on-the-nose naming in this episode. Oh, yeah, Professor Attila, who's apparently a terrible person, not just mm-hmm. to everyone in general, which is why she is in jail right now, mm-hmm. but to him especially.
3: Love doesn't justify doing things to animals.
2: Um, I don't understand why he didn't just command the animals to free her in the first place.
1: <laughs> That's just my yeah. other question! <laughs> You have the device. Because when they went to go get her out of the prison a little bit later in the episode, they just yeah. took the animals with them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that was mostly just, uh, they were just showing off at that point. At that
1: point, it's just like, yeah. we could do this without the, actually, they even know we're coming. So it's not even yeah. like I need the animals.
2: And we didn't even, uh, we didn't even get to see um, what happened uh, to the other four, or the other three um, people they asked to be let out. Because I mean, obviously, uh, they were just doing it, just kind of cover up. What their real plan was, but Cobra Commander was like, "You got to let out uh, Doctor Lasko."
1: Oh, you took uh, notes.
2: <laughs> who, if memory serves, uh, is the guy with the question marks? Yes, Matthew Lasko. Uh, uh, yeah, and asks you to. Uh, <laughs> he can uh, see the money. government money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Victor, see, here's the thing: is that uh, I, I saw, I found a couple sites that reference this episode. Oh, okay. And I heard Victor the Hun. That's what I Which, heard as well. That's Again, what I heard. super on the nose. Uh-huh. Uh, one of these sites calls him Victor Lahan, L-A-H-A-N. Oh, okay. Oh. Which would make sense, but also given the other names. The other names the episode, doesn't like, really. Eh. But then also, I mean, they called her Professor Attila. So i like, are you going to have someone called Attila oh, and like, yeah, Lahan? Oh, that is weird. That, that is weird. weird. And it sounded kind of French, and it, so it seemed to me like they would kind of mm-hmm. spread it out. Uh, there was also, um, I heard EQ, the mad assassin, ECU or ECC, something of that effect. Somebody, yeah. uh, one of the sites listed that. The other one listed Hercule. That might actually. Oh, that's what I heard. Make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah.
1: what I heard. Um, there's a weird part of that. If I could just jump ahead to that section where Cobra Commander, in a very intelligent move, we only need one person. We're going to ask for like five people to get released. Yep.
3: Um, yeah, that's smart, smart move.
1: Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like GI Joe's response to this demand is. If he gets those five people, he'll take over the world. It's like, no, he's already got a device that can take over the world. <laughs> he doesn't actually need the five people. Oh, now it's bad. <laughs> like, I've turned all the world's animals against us. But if Echul, the mad assassin, gets out, we are
2: fucked sideways, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen.
3: Well, then they've got five plans to contend with instead of just one. I get mm-hmm.
2: where they're coming from. Okay, fair enough. Uh, can we back up to the point where probably they let um, they let uh, uh, what, uh junkyard hunt Mutt? doggy man. Uh, Mutt, 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 Mutt gets on by Junkyard. Mutt? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, like the here. most dangerous game. I'm going to give you a five minute head start. I'm going to let you loose in our castle. You, a trained G.I. Joe. <laughs> I'm going to let you loose in our castle for five minutes. Go nuts. Do whatever. <laughs> uh, that seems like a terrible idea to me. But Any it- Joe... Could do all sorts of damage and probably blow up the temple themselves. In it's worse
1: minutes. than that, though, because they, had they kept him contained in the temple, I actually probably would have been OK with it. But they opened the portcullis and let him out into the jungle around the castle yep, where ridiculous. he could just totally escape. Yep. Totally do anything at all. All that he's got to do no is kill his dog.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I didn't, I didn't find a should. problem with this because I knew he would never leave his dog.
2: Well, he tried. I mean if he could have run away from the from I, But junkyard, but he, he tries
3: would've... to reason with them.
2: Several times.
3: Yeah. I was very upset because that's
2: because he caught up with him.
3: <laughs> I, I was upset though because I thought that it was going to be that junkyard was going to overcome the hypnosis machine by himself by himself with gi joe training love
2: you yeah you felt that junkyard didn't have the agency that he should have yeah
3: i think like i think he should have i think at some point much should have been like don't you know me i'm your best friend and junkyard should have in his little doggy brain somewhere deep within said overcome this or you'll hurt your best friend no and then Mm. shake it off
1: no junkyard actually got more devious. He tries to put him in a sleeper hold at one point, jumping on his back.
3: He, he also plays like dead. Yeah, he plays dead.
2: Mm. Well, I will say this: like like nobody nobody else in GI Joe calls uh, junkyard mutts friend. They all say mutt is your master. So I think there's a little bit left in him that's like, you know what? I've I've had enough of this. I'm throwing off the shackles. Yeah, I'm gonna. Go I su-
3: of- I support that.
2: Where's your master?
3: My next no comes up when mutt jumps at him. Yeah. When when Junkyard jumps at him, Mutt mm-hmm. moves out of the way. What? Junkyard goes right headfirst into a tree. Oh, you oh that no. Oh, he gets, he gets no, hit no, right in no. the
1: log in the river, you mean.
2: I'm sorry. No, no,
3: he he before that jumps okay. straight into a tree head That's first. Because I am worried about his head trauma.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Uh Junkyard brought that on himself. Like when we get to the point Oh we're blaming the victim here, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, you, know, know, you no. are a victim no, no, blamer. No. When, Mutt, when Mutt picks up a goddamn bat and clubs <laughs> him with it. Knocks him clean out of the park like it's a fucking triple by Babe Ruth. It's Root. all
3: bad. I'm just saying the next bad thing that happened was he jumped headfirst into a nope, tree. Nope. But Aikido,
2: I ain't having that. Gina, he moved out of the way and, and Junkyard did it to himself. And look at what Junkyard was wearing. I'd like to put that out there. Very
1: provocatively.
3: I don't this is this is my second no. I'm not saying that there aren't more no's. <laughs> and then my next one is oh my god, Mutt hit junkyard with a stick. No one hundred
1: percent. On board. They're
3: all it's all bad.
1: He straight out Mark McGuire's him right over the left field wall. I like hate he launches it. him like five hundred feet through the air, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but no we we we're turning on the machine now. Right. We're testing the machine. Mm-hmm. We now have lions. Uh-huh. We have whales, Uh and we have locusts.
2: Are those the best choices you could have made (laughs) in the animal and insect kingdom? I would
1: say whales are very powerful and can stop ships. They're the largest, so that's an obvious choice. If you
3: want world domination, dogs and cats is where you got to go, because every household has one of those. It's true, but you're trying to hit a lot of them in a
1: small area. Because, you know, yeah. they go over the wheat field to get all the locusts in one place, and they go over the savannah in Africa in order to get all the, the, the lions, lions in lions, one place. Right. It's not like and they dogs can Dogs get- are just going to be spread everywhere. Right?
3: Yeah, that's true. But if you go, like, above a city... I mean... That city's going to have a lot of pets.
1: Yeah. Yes, 100%.
2: But this is also just the test, in theory. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, uh, uh, that's the next phase. That's phase two.
1: But they take all the lions, and then they take over an oil field. Mm -hmm. And my only thought to myself was, like, two episodes ago, wasn't every oil field on the planet destroyed by Cobra? Now they're talking about, we own all your fuel resources, completely going against their plan from two
2: episodes ago. I mean, time is... uh, Here's the thing. (laughs) Uh, One of the things I found when I was looking at uh, some of those Wikipedia pages, pages, uh, apparently, this was the first uh, cartoon to be produced. Like I guess the first to be animated or something like that, and the first in the production. Really? Line. So really? Yeah, uh, I I don't know how I they arrived wrong. at that, possibly. But I mean, who knows? It could it could have just been something like maybe this was the first script uh, that you know, and and it still had the same numbering on it, or it was the first animated or something along those lines. It's
1: not that I'm really mad at this show for losing its continuity. It's just disappointing. That's all I'm saying. I would like them to keep a storyline and roll it through. I mean, there are such things as like
2: arcs. And and you've and got storylines. Low, low threshold of <laughs> disappointment. My goodness. Yeah. Basically, there would have to be a gang rape in this <laughs> show for me to go like really? Really, G.I. <laughs> Joe? Because That's what it
3: would take.
2: Because I'm, I am I I'm just like I'm He has
3: such a low low set expectations s- at this point.
2: Yeah, there you you have to be actively horrible. You have to you have to be like like throwing head. You have to be like Adolf Hitler had some pretty good ideas for me to go like <laughs> okay you have gone too far. That's that's, a- that's the level you hold of this show. I hold them in so
1: much higher, esteem. I'm disappointed in you right no, now. No, I, just I mean scraping scraping the bottom.
3: <laughs> I hate all the dog abuse, so I'm not I'm not on board with the nope, episode. That's fair. What about my favorite
1: scene from the whole episode, which is the bug abuse that happens as Wild Bill and two other pilots are flying through and. And I absolutely love this, because the bugs and the locusts show up, and while Bill starts going, I guess I gotta be the fly swatter, and just shoots his lasers at the cloud of bugs, thinking somehow that's going to end his problem. Uh, He Mm -hmm. calls
2: himself the exterminator. Oh, excuse me, that's what it is. uh, Which is uh, one of a series of... Insect related. Uh
3: Uh huh.
2: Tell me more, there. You like puns? Uh, The (laughs) first must have been your favorite. It was not. It was the worst. (laughs) He comes in and says, "Like this is like a buggy situation or something like that." I'm like, Uh "Oh boy, this is not going to end well." And he starts talking about being an exterminator. He says, "These are driving me buggy." That was a lie. Oh, he's driving me buggy. Okay. And then these are more. I mean, technically, he could have been talking about uh, sand uh, 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 dune buggies. Uh, Okay. I mean. But he wasn't. Well, no, probably not. Uh, context suggests otherwise, which is a shame. Uh, he talks about uh, there are too many uh, bugs for a horse tail to whip these horse flies yes. away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he says, "Let's bug out of here." Bug out of and here. This is all in the space of about thirty seconds. <laughs>
3: I think is... that they have they have a quota that they need to meet on each mission of puns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where where I mean that would make sense if you think if you look at each episode from the perspective of I bet they were given orders, and some of those orders included. All right, man, the first one to hit five puns wins this week's Ooh. challenge.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get an ice cream cake. Yeah. Like a fudgy the mm-hmm. whale.
1: But he mm-hmm. uses the same pun over and over again.
2: It's just buggy and buggy. Right. Let's bug yeah. out of here. Could he have done like problem. a
1: thorax reference or something? Like just I mean, something? I do think really? Hold on,
2: Gina. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to <laughs> interrupt you. Ray, make me a thorax pun. <laughs> I would, but only if you let me
1: thorax you this question. Thorax.
3: I mean, I'll accept it. Does it work? Thank you.
1: Thank you. Celebrate good times. Come on. Chan, you are so disappointed in me right now.
2: No, I'm honestly not. Again, (laughs) I've just got such a high threshold. (laughs) It's just expected. (laughs) It's just fair. Please continue, Gina.
3: I forgot what I... oh. I was going to say, I do bet that when they get back to the base, the G.I. Joe base, there probably is a debate about who won the pun (laughs) off.
1: Who won? But it was Wild Bill saying each and every single one of them.
3: I know, but I'm just saying at the the end of the the whole mission, because other people were making puns throughout. So I bet some people were like, you weren't being original enough. You just kept saying the same buggy things over and over. And he was like, it counts. (laughs) And they're like, look, we need rules here, people.
1: I actually picture Wild Bill coming back after he picks the guys up and he's just like, Y'all see, y'all see when I said buggy, and then I said I was the exterminator, and then I said, let's bug out of here. Which one of those is your favorite?
3: He keeps a little notebook after Which missions. one?
1: And then the other guys are just like, we almost fucking died out there, Wild Bill. I, don't, I wasn't listening to your goddamn
2: puns. I bet you when uh, they got back to base, he was like, hey, 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 ask me how I'm feeling. And they're like, <laughs> what? Why, no, 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 go ahead. Ask me how I'm feeling. Okay. How are you feeling, hey, Wild hey, Bill? Well, I guess I'm feeling pretty Thor. Ask me later.
1: I'm
3: not going to accept that.
1: No, somehow mine was better. And I don't know why, it just was.
3: It was an attempt. Oh, wait, I get it. It was a play on sore.
2: All oh, y'all gonna go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <care>. Man,
1: after <laughs> this mission's over, I'm going to have to call my uncles and my aunt Tennas. No? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Is your aunt's name Tennas?
1: Her name is Tenna. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how the pun works.
2: Sure, lo- okay. <clears throat> so,
3: so then... <laughs> We see that the G.I. Joes devise a plan of their own to pull the old switcheroo. Well,
1: this is amazing because, well, not only do we find out that they now have animals all over the world, mm-hmm. including rhinos in London, which I don't know how they got there, but there's like five dozen rhinos outside Buckingham
2: Palace. And what
3: were the, w- weren't there animals outside the Taj Mahal There or were, something? there were like jackals mm,
2: or something. You know what? I'm, uh, I, I had to stop and try and figure this out. I, f- it seemed like the Taj Mahal. I think it was supposed to be the Kremlin. Really? Oh, like Siberian husky wolves. I feel oh, like the Kremlin.
3: I was trying to figure out what the hell animals those were outside the Taj Mahal.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had that problem too.
3: Interesting.
1: So yes, but you're right. They try to pull the old switcheroo and Scarlet's all mm-hmm. of a sudden got this brilliant idea. Hey, he's so dumb. He won't know we switched out his girlfriend. Which
3: also, this is the second episode where Scarlett is a master of disguise <laughs> that it's never touched on. It's just like, oh yeah... Put this amazing mask on her and she can mimic their voice perfectly and their body type, which is amazing. And then when she gets into the thick of things, she can't improvise at all. Not even a little bit. Like he clearly says to her, hey, you're usually super mean to me. Now you're not. And she's like, oh, sweet darling, you're such a sweetheart. And he's like, no, no, you're usually really mean. I'm going to give you one more chance to be really mean. And she's like, oh, I love you so much.
2: (laughs) heres I I feel like it's just that in the G.I. Joe universe disguise is super hard, because they consider Zartan a master of disguise. <laughs> he had the same problem. He got diarrhea think, <laughs> at I, the World uh, Terrorist Organization. I, I just think that, like, for whatever reason, it's just it's just uh, an intensely difficult uh, practice, and no one does a very good job of it. So, she's probably considered a master, and, you know, you'd expect that uh, most people would be duped.
3: All I'm saying is I would have killed that challenge. If, if I was a master of disguise, I would have uh-huh. gone in there. And the second that he was like, wait a minute, you're usually really mean. I would have been like, shut up, you stupid dog. Don't you talk to me like that. And he would have been like, oh, yeah, it's yay. It is Gina. Problem solved. And then like, what was the follow through on this plan, by the way? She goes home to live with him. She has
1: to get married. They she's, have babies. She's
3: like, yeah, like 50 years down the line. She's like, I have something to tell you, darling. And then rips her face off.
1: There's a couple uh, amazing things that happen in this scene that sort of blew my mind. First off, Scarlet's brilliant idea is like he'll never he'll hit him with what he'll never suspect his heart. his heart. And then almost ten seconds later, he's just like, "My heart is very guarded. I don't just <laughs> let any This is literally the worst way that you could have attacked me because I'm not suspicious about anything involving mm-hmm. any animal or anything. But as soon as my girlfriend shows up, am I'm, immediately he's just like. Who the fuck is this chick? No, I he mean, knows.
2: She He's, knows immediately. He ain't no dummy. She
3: could have played her cards close to the vest, and she made those. a decision <laughs> that was so over the top. <laughs> like she's she she runs up to him and kisses him and throws her arms around him. Played a little close to the vest, and then that way, if he does say, "Like you're usually so affectionate, what's wrong?" She could have been like, "I've been in prison, like, yeah. and plus all your buddies are here watching. I don't but, feel cool with this."
2: She's like, "I want to fuck right now."
3: <laughs> yeah, she runs up to him.
1: You guys are both improvisers. You ever have that, like, either yourself or somebody else in your scene? They just make a choice that just everybody knows is wrong, but you still have to support it. Sure. And then they yeah, still have to keep doing it. That's like, even would... though everybody knows it's terrible, they are just full commitment to it. I think that's what Scarlet's doing here. Even after the first after the first moment of just being like, your choice is bad. She's like, well, I've already committed to it. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Down the rabbit hole.
2: I, I would argue that she has taken some groundlings training, and she kind of I mean, She doesn't commits,
1: want to abandon her character. Uh, but the other second, if I'm really quick, the really weird thing that happens is her outfit for uh, this lady is she's wearing like a lab coat with basically nothing on underneath it <laughs> at all. No <laughs> pants. She's got bare legs, bare arms, and then these weird like uh, uh, Ugg boots that she's wearing. As soon as her the yeah. jig is up, she rips it off and she's wearing her full scarlet outfit with tights
3: and boots and gloves. Where the fuck did any of that come from? Which, by the way, that was what the woman was wearing while she was in prison.
2: Thank you. Also correct. In
3: what prison do they let you have lab coats?
2: I, that is, I've been waiting, and (laughs) that is absolutely a concern. Guys, I saw a Cinemax movie
1: where they were wearing a lab coat with nothing on underneath uh, in prison, so I don't think that's so
2: weird that they would be doing. So (laughs) then it turns out that, uh, hey, why would you you, uh, uh, go and stop Uh, A plan. Uh, Why would you go stop the animal control machine by sending in the two dudes who (laughs) rely the most on their animals?
3: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Wait, can I just say? Good uh, rip, Chan. Can I just say there was a creative shot of a spider in a web that I feel like one of the cartoonists was probably like really, really proud of. Because it was like uh, a yeah. spider in a web with, yeah. with Scarlet like behind them, and then it foreshadowed the, the spiders, and I was like, oh, some cartoonist definitely went home where he was living with his mom, <laughs> and was like, hey, mom, I did this thing. Wow, but yeah. hold
2: on. Back up. Did you really call out animators like that? Your job relies on I supposed to be called out G.I. Joe
3: animators, because as we have set up, their their pride and joy is the buffet line. There's, no, no, those
2: are the writers. We haven't touched oh, on yeah, the animators. Guys, I'm doing a whole IMDb you, search here. It turns
1: out the entire animation staff of Regular Show <laughs> previously worked on G.I. Joe 30 years ago.
3: It's wow, awkward. that is weird because they it's all look be, really young. It's going to be weird around the buffet table.
0: <laughs>
3: I have a note here that just says more dog abuse and then I don't see anything. But to 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 respond to Chan's point that they send in the two guys who have animals. Yeah, it's a good point. Are there not photos of like gi joe's most wanted up in cobra headquarters you would think at some point they would be like hey listen there is a guy who is a ninja who never shows his face he goes around with a timber wolf
1: and a native american spirit guide. a native
3: american spirit guide who has an eagle here are photos of all of them mm-hmm. blown up and on a wall this is the first thing we're teaching you at Cobra training camp because mm. those guys saw them and were like, seems normal. Let's lower the drawbridge. Under no circumstances
1: let these gentlemen in our building, please. <laughs> and then just talk
2: to the wolf yeah. and eagles and uh, take him down to, <laughs>
1: you you know, cell
2: block C. Right. You, you know you, where you, will they go. You, anyway. Anyway, Murray. The power of speech, right? Okay, good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, what is it? The, their plan is just to. I guess it's like, hey, let's get let's get those these guys out, and then we can destroy it. Is that why they have to go in first and rescue Scarlet?
2: Yes, before before they carpet bomb the place.
3: Yeah. Well, it's Love
1: always. It. I think. Wonder if Snake Eyes is getting tired of always having the plan B. He's the prisoner because he was the prisoner <laughs> in Jungle Trap,
3: and I, I, I mean, believe he, he was the prisoner in prison, Pyramid worst of Darkness. Prisoner, like, I guess he is the most recognizable, but. Uh,
1: I'm just saying, if a push came to shove, I don't believe that a, uh, an eagle and a wolf are going to hold down yeah. the trained ninja that is Snake Eyes. Yeah.
3: By the way, not only did I, I discovered that not only do the Joes hate animals in this episode, they also hate the forest. Because once again, when they come to the rescue, they are knocking down trees <laughs> like crazy. Not even trying to bypass them.
1: I'm a little bit disappointed because they used the drawbridge mechanic this entire episode, right? Uh-huh. And so here's, yep. here's me just going, perfect opportunity to
2: use the bridge layer. What's that say right there God. in all caps? No, no bridge, bridge layer. layer. <laughs> what are
1: they doing? I don't he even understand. Don't he, was was he was on vacation that
2: week.
3: I don't get He was on He gets two weeks out of the year to go on vacation. <laughs> it's only two. <laughs> yeah.
2: Government jobs are tough, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, we got to step back a little bit. Um, sure. To cover, A, somebody says... Eight thousand tiny legs. I was gonna go there. Yes. We're, really? Your first thought is maybe four thousand short, f- overweight <laughs> sh- firing squad for the uh, firing squad. That's your first go to.
1: I like the James Bondness of that scene because he's got ripcord and he's got Scarlet tied to the wall and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you in a horrible way. But mm-hmm. first, I'm gonna give you this math quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop some Trivial Pursuit on your ass
2: mm-hmm. and you're gonna love it." Also, um, they were they'd been covered in spiders for quite some time. Yes, and
3: nothing happened.
2: So non-poisonous yeah. spiders—that'll get them. Eight thousand
1: non-poisonous spiders—they're <laughs> gonna feel really uncomfortable for a while. That'll mm. that'll give them the truth.
3: They, yeah, because at first I was like, "What? What are they do? Are they? They don't even appear to be biting them. Nope, no, nope. they're, they're really crawling on them, hanging
1: out. I wouldn't want a thousand spiders on my face. No, I but mean, at the same I time,
3: I'd survive either, it. But I would be like, yeah. "All right, deep breaths.
2: Yeah, no, I would freak I'm the fuck out. I <laughs> would legitimately freak the fuck out." But I would also hope that as a trained military operative, (laughs) you would... You're trained for
1: something worse than that. You're trained yeah. to resist torture. Yeah, yeah. Also,
3: just get, just send poisonous spiders. That would be. Oh a-
1: boy, the way. Yes. Yeah, that would be great.
2: That would be fantastic.
1: And how about? I'm glad Peter didn't see this episode because they murder every single one they of those are spiders. Stomping
3: on them. They left are them. Right. I am not cool mm. with this either.
1: Peter Parker's coming for revenge. That's all I'm trying
2: to say.
3: I was not cool with this spider murder either.
2: How would you feel about the animal equipped hang gliders? The hang gliders were built to accommodate. Uh, snake eyes and a wolf. Um, also, for some reason, they're flying in the air. Spirit just ha- or, or, or freedom's just hanging out on Spirit's shoulder, just chilling. I feel like, like those
3: the, that, those were consensual decisions made by their animals. We established a few are episodes
1: you, ago. Are you freedom is the laziest bird on the entire
2: planet. Freedom will take the free ride every time. Fair enough. Uh, you've got to strap a wolf into a hang glider. I think, I think wolf ain't listen. That.
3: that is a wolf that can wear a disguise and walk on his hind legs and do a dance as if he's in a band. I think he can
2: give consent. Then why do you mind that junkyard is wearing a fucking helmet <laughs> in an F 16?
3: Because junkyard ha- isn't as clever. I feel like when have we ever seen oh, junkyard wow. carry out plans?
2: Wow. So you're saying that the white wolf <laughs> is smarter than the black dog. Wow. And that's when just a genetic seen, thing? Is that what you're saying? When have
3: we seen Junkyard walk on his hind legs well, and dress as another character?
2: I don't know. When has Junkyard been given the opportunity to do that? <laughs> you know, uh, it seems like the white wolf has all sorts of chances to do that sort of thing.
1: Chan, the schools are better in the White Wolf's neighborhoods than they are in the Black Dog's neighborhoods, mm. and so he learns how to do those things there mm. with taxpayer dollars. Mm. Just put that out there. Isn't it weird, though, that like the, he's also the eagle and the wolf are trained to like turn their eyes like jet white just at the drop of a hat just because their master tells them to?
3: No, that's him like inhabiting them, right? Isn't he a skinwalker?
2: What? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck just happened? Whoa, you just brought wargs into this. That is not the case. (laughs) Holy shit. It's Game of Thrones rules. It is not Game of Thrones rules. It's the opposite of Game of Thrones At what point did you get Game of Thrones from this? Hodor. Jesus Christ.
3: I feel like in a
2: past Mm -hmm. episode,
3: at some point...
2: He inhabited their body.
3: He, He... Communicates with them to a point where he like basically there. I'm telling you, look up an old episode where it also happens because this is not the first time we've an seen their eyes episode, go white.
2: Like one of the ten episodes before this.
3: <laughs> no, it was it was their eyes go white in another episode, and it's when he's like giving orders, and he's like, "This is what you will do," and then their and then their eyes go white.
1: I have no recollection of nope, this nope, whatsoever. Nope, nope.
3: I am telling you, this is a thing.
2: Wow, that is.
3: I
1: mean, there is a rule in the G.I. Joe universe, aside from everybody being a superhero, everybody can communicate with everybody regardless of distance or medium. Also, all animals can understand and, and relate to full English. Which so is, how do
3: you explain why their eyes turn white? This
1: is my entire question. I don't know, but I know it's not goddamn Game of Thrones shit.
3: Uh, well, how do you know? You have no explanation. I'm uh, the only one offering any explanation. I will say
2: this. I mean, fair. If you watch wrestling, what does The Undertaker do when he does his magic thing? Uh, True. rolls his eyes back in his head. All you got to do is teach a bird and a dog to roll their eyes back in their head. And Wait, then
1: what, give him a, give him a video Wait, of what? WrestleMania 13 and just say, pick this up. So yep. your
3: explanation is they just do it for the hell of it?
1: Your explanation <laughs> is
2: magic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like magic in the G.I. Joe universe is such a weird thing. Zartan has a weird glowing blue body. Yeah, but
1: he's an alien. <laughs> Not magic science fiction <laughs> Gina.
3: He has crazy like red eyes. There's a there's I'm telling you, this is magic.
1: I am not on board with this whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I wanna see where you're coming I from. Want, I want not someone to it. Google it. Okay. Hashtag Undertaker or hashtag Game of Thrones magic. Which team are you
2: on? <laughs> hashtag hashtag warg. Ray. Oh, excuse me. This
3: is exactly what happens when they skinwalk in Game of Thrones. <laughs>
2: Speaking of
1: which, there was skinwalking that happened on that Cinemax movie I saw in prison. (laughs) Maybe an awkward time to bring it up again.
2: Hey guys, this is the first time that there's a knowing is half the battle.
3: Oh, yeah. At the end of it.
2: What? You stopped
1: it at the credits. You the credits? You, stopped you son in the of a credits. Bitch. I've seen this three times. I didn't. I didn't think to oh look. Oh my you son god! Of a bitch. Okay, here is the deal. Which one is it? I know them all. Oh it's, boy! are oh at oh a boy, carnival. Oh boy, oh boy. A little Hold boy on. gets lost. No, nope, nope, I didn't. Nope. I didn't know this. Nope. 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 Oh, something's wrong with me.
2: You are the worst. A, uh, B, we'll pull it up. We're gonna just get to play this one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I didn't watch uh, it all the way through.
2: It was. You're a son of a bitch. It was oh, honestly honest, only by accident. Usually, I do leave it uh, running. Uh, through the credits, yeah. but I just happened to... Uh, I
1: just, I didn't notice that there was extra time at the end. I'll be honest with you. That's, I feel bad. Mur. I like the rage you both had on me there when I said I hadn't actually watched yeah, it. That, well, I like felt so, the tables turning on me immediately. It that's,
3: seems like you seem like the type of person that would watch it through the very end.
1: You watched yeah. it three times. I've
3: seen it three times. I watched it when I was on vacation.
2: And it's it's kind of like like somebody was like, oh, there was like, like a... a um, uh, Nick Fury shows up at the end of the movie? I had no idea. In the <laughs> What?
1: Uh, I saw the movie The Grey with Liam Neeson mm-hmm. and there's an a- act- after the credits like 30 second scene of that movie that totally doesn't feel like it belongs there and we left not even thinking there was any chance only to find out the real ending of the movie happens after the closing credits and we felt stupid That's about weird. it. That's weird. Is really? it the
3: wolves ripping Liam Neeson apart? No, it's like
1: Liam
2: Neeson like being still alive oh, with like a dead wolf next to him. Oh. Um, or you know fuck it we'll just listen to the audio of it mm-hmm. I mean you can you know, in your head you can figure it I, I mean I, yeah. I've seen the show before
1: <laughs> I don't know what, what, is it there at a carnival is this Don't Go Away with Strangers or which one is no, it no
3: it's uh, Don't Panic if You Get Lost
1: ah okay cool is, is that Cutter who's the Joe
3: I have a hard time telling the Joes apart oh is
1: it Alpine okay Alpine
3: which one's he the Yodeler it's the
1: Yodeler
0: don't get lost. Hey, look at that. I
1: can do that. Hey, Mike. Where are you? Come on, Mike. Hey, get, take it easy. But I lost my brother and... They come. Hey, where did you see him last? Go back there. If he doesn't come back, ask a policeman for help.
0: Hey, it's Alpine and my scared brother.
2: It's not scary being lost if you don't lose your head. <laughs> now I know.
1: And knowing is half the battle. John!
3: By I'm getting the way, goosebumps
1: right now. That was wonderful. So
3: fast. If I were Alpine, by the way, and and that little kid said, "It's not scary being lost if you keep your head to his brother," I would have been like, "You son of a bitch! I just taught you that. <laughs> <laughs> you give me credit, you little brat."
2: Yeah, you you
3: made that. <gasps> up. You were panicking. Yeah,
2: you made that up. Sure. The, uh, there was so much information that was crammed in like thirty seconds. or like whipping <laughs> through. I was like, I was like, oh, don't get me scared. Oh, I'm not scared. I was like, I'm, you know, like. uh. I don't know. Think about where you saw him last Go there And if you don't see it Call a cop for help Oh he's wait, here Wait wait what did you say I'm out,
1: I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go <laughs> And then he just ghosts He just disappears <laughs> And then the two
3: back. weeks later That little boy's body was found Because Alpine left him too early Oh no
1: <laughs> And then Ted Bundy found him It is the 80s after all Oh dear Right and Ted Bundy's killed children Just like a clown No, no that's... That's... Oh that's Ed Gacy. Gacy Yeah John Wayne Gacy Yeah And not Ed Gein Right Welcome back to Serial Killer Talk here at <laughs> 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 half the With podcast The worst serial killer aficionado <laughs> in the world I mean, we're talking That was Jeffrey Dahmer, right? That was, that was uh, Hannibal Lecter okay, Anywho So this is the first PSA you guys have seen, correct? Yes mm-hmm. Now, what'd you think? Did you guys learn something about yourself? About the world?
3: I learned that carnivals are a good place to Abduct children Abduct <laughs> <little> children
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough I learned Alpine can talk really fast <laughs> when he
2: needs to <laughs> Mm-hmm
3: that's good to know.
2: And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> I didn't look it up, but apparently this was endorsed by the National Child Safety Council. Oh, absolutely. So That makes sense. I mean, like is that a thing? I've never heard of that.
3: Sounds like a thing that was in the 80s. It
2: certainly sounds like a thing. Like Nancy Reagan shit. Also, yeah. I feel like you could have just made up a council, slapped it on there to give it, you know, like an air of authenticity, and then just walked away because you didn't have the internet back then so nobody could look it up. And like that sounds right. People don't look stuff up now. <laughs> I mean you can make it up today and it doesn't matter. True enough. Sometimes you get true. the
1: the family research council and all this other crap. I mean sometimes people don't even watch entire episodes of things and just assume <laughs> and
2: there's nothing wow. after the credits.
1: The sad part is I deserve I deserve it.
2: Yeah. I deserve all the shame. There is nothing there is no point at which I do not give you uh <laughs> Uh, undeserved shame. That's probably
1: true. So jumping forward, okay. So Scarlet and all of them and freed. There's a weird thing that happens right here where uh, Scarlet jumps forward and starts punching people uh-huh. and giving them all these karate Miss piggy chops. Yeah. And then dude gets Cobra dude gets punched in the face, blood cloud for like a split second. Like it's the first what? blood I remember seeing. Dude gets punched, socked right in the face. All of a sudden, it's like, and it's just like blood mist that just. Happens I don't know around about him. that. It's crazy. I Mm-mm. had to rewind it three times because I didn't believe it myself. Mm-mm. By I rewind it three times, I mean watch the episode three times. <laughs> I don't
3: remember that, but...
1: It's the first blood I remember from a dude getting punched, and it just felt like really out of place.
3: Yeah, that like, doesn't oh. seem like a thing that would make it by standards and practices. <laughs> no, but somehow there... And then there's a
1: great moment that happens where Flint's wearing this jetpack and he's holding a gun, and he's like... <sighs> off the ground he's just like "All right, you guys I'm going in so watch my back and I really wanted this moment because he's amping up and he's getting so amped I just wanted him to just go straight into the side of the castle (laughs) and just explode and I thought that would have been the most hilarious moment of my childhood (laughs) had they had the foresight to just go for it because he's so amped up in that moment he's prone to make a mistake and instead he just gently wafts over the wall and pulls a little pea shooter pistol and shoots the drawbridge down and we're done here it's really really sad but then they blow up the machine. Cobra Commander goes to reach for the dial to turn it up, mm-hmm. and he gets an eagle. Freedom bites him in the arm, sure. and Doctor Lucifer—it's his machine. He's standing right next to Cobra Commander, and he's just like, "Huh, bird just biting you right there."
2: Well, no, he said like turn the dial because he was he was occupied, and then uh... well, let's just say
3: Cobra Commander has
2: to give him a
1: written invitation with a wax seal of approval. But on also,
3: it. he he his his criteria, his demands this whole time were free my girlfriend which they didn't really do. So they at this it. point, he has lost his motivation to help.
1: I mm-hmm. think he'd want revenge or something.
3: By the way, this, uh, this girlfriend of his sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> she does. So like, I wish we had gotten to see more of her because I was like, oh, she seems like someone I can get behind. She's mean to him. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't treat him well. I kind of I wanted to see her. I bet she's sassy.
2: I, I will oh, tell you assuredly. this. Uh, I don't know about you, but by the end of the episode... I was like, holy shit, happy ending. He wanted to be with his girlfriend.
3: Yeah, that's true. He's
2: with his girlfriend. They don't even put him into prison regalia. They're yeah. still wearing their evil, evil scientist lab coats. They're
3: letting him be in the same cell, which makes no sense. Guys, that we-
2: is straight up conjugal visits all night and all day. I'm
1: going to go ahead and say something. What if this was his plan the entire time? <laughs>
2: I, I, no, I'm not going to do the head exploded thing because I want to percent by that Dr. Lucifer is smarter than all of them. He's the smartest man in the room easily. I'm, yeah.
3: I'm also thinking, though, that like two weeks of being in a jail cell with the person that you love, you're going to hate them.
1: That's like going on a road trip with like yeah, three like friends and you don't speak to three of them start afterwards. You're going bickering
3: within a few hours with nothing to do. Also,
1: apparently this... their relationship is built around
2: bickering though, so maybe that's a good that's thing.
3: That's
2: true. Um, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy, they had to break in to that jail so they could break out. Mm-hmm. So clearly,
3: He's gotten like two plan.
2: weeks, oh, Yeah, and uh, Professor Adla have busted out.
3: The two of them, I mean, why would you put two super smart scientists together in a cell anyway? I feel that's like ridiculous. you're asking...
1: It's like an El Guapo situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, so, just break right out. Just dig
3: out. Mm-hmm. This episode was a big Beckdale test fail. Oh. What again? I feel like they had an opportunity for Scarlett to like say something snarky to her. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like That's she right. could have
3: been like, just gotta borrow your face for a little while, and like, Gah! So you close. know, the other chick could have been like, enjoy my boyfriend. Oh, wait, that would have been a Bechdel test fail. Too. No. Can't
2: you talk can't about the men. You do your own.
3: <laughs> I'm a Bechdel test fail. Uh,
1: <laughs> if, if, if I, there's a couple little things just to tidy up the episode just <laughs> at the very end because G.I. Joe wins the day. There's a weird moment where Cobra Commander escapes and Scarlet's just like, hey, where's Cobra Commander? And Spirit's like, he's gone. But it's okay because evil will always exist. <laughs> The fuck is that about Mm. spirit? That's the worst attitude you could possibly have as a person who's fighting terrorism.
3: But this is like spirit being practical. Like if they do away with Cobra, they're not going to get paychecks anymore. That is
2: exactly what that is exactly what Scarlet after that is like. Yeah, we'll always be here. Yeah, it is very much like the uh, um, the Weird Al song uh, Yoda where, uh, you know, just remember if you kill him, then you'll be unemployed that line yeah. yes yep.
1: it just seems weird they have the entire building surrounded he's just gone into the next room and they're like oh well evil exists what you gonna do later
3: but also it could be a, a, a the devil you know situation like you okay. like how sometimes they don't take out gangs because they're like all right we have this is sort of like a stabilizing force if we take out the dawn Then there will be a power struggle. Innocence will be caught in the crossfire. You take out Saddam Hussein, you create
1: ISIS. Right. We Mm -hmm. don't want an ISIS situation. Mm -hmm. They would murder G.I. Joes. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, we couldn't kill any ISIS members because there will always be evil in this world. What's the point?
3: We just can't kill the head ISIS member. Sure. We can kill the underlings.
1: And this leads me to my favorite. This is actually my real favorite moment of the entire episode. And they ask Mutt how he's doing. (sighs) And his response is... (laughs) He says,
2: Well, I'm dog tired. <laughs> Then ah. junkyard does a take to the camera. What? This
1: is not the first time an animal has responded to a pun by looking at the viewer oh, yeah. and going, "Can you fucking believe he just said that?"
3: By the way, I hope that this is the beginning of junkyard <laughs> plotting the demise of all of the Joes. Wow. Like I want I want the next episode to start with a sleeping Joe on the bed, maybe Mutt sleep on the bed and you just see Junkyard at the foot of the bed, watching him sleep, and he pads slowly to the side, <laughs> sniffs him to make sure he's asleep, and then he goes and lays down because he's just like he's biding his time.
1: I got you this time, but I'm gonna let you go.
3: Yeah, like he's like, you're my bitch. I, I watch you sleep. I can do it's whatever like, I want. So you're to do. Pacing
1: at the foot of the bed, just yeah. back and forth.
3: Because you know, there's a part of him that's like, if they hadn't forced me to do that test at the beginning of this episode, I wouldn't have this really bad headache right but now.
2: But if they hadn't spent. Hundreds of millions of dollars to create a, a dog like, <laughs> ejection system for him.
3: I Okay, I still kind of like the fact that they're looking out for him in case <laughs> he ever has to eject. But seriously, test it on a stuffed animal first.
2: Well, or, they've already done the stuffed animal test, obviously. They brought out all the G.I. Joes for the stuffed animal test, and then once that was passed, then they uh, the, um, it might okay. tell, They
1: could have used, I don't know, they could have used a little person. Oh. Who's the size of a dog? Who would have, at least have the human intellect to pull the cord or whatever he needs to do? You
3: just alienated so many. Of I'm our not
1: viewers. trying to be mean yeah, about yo. it, but it's like they're the same rough was... size, mm. and, and it's and it's a human being who could make that choice themselves. Re- really, I'm the jerk. <laughs> I'm the jer- I'm the dick right now. Thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> I think that's a salient point to make. How dare both of you.
3: Okay, also in Harry Potter, there's a part where their eyes are all wonky and it's because Voldemort has been like inhabiting (laughs) them. I'm just saying wonky eyes equals someone else is inhabiting you or controlling you like a puppet.
2: That is correct. Hashtag Gina thinks it was Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what is it? Hashtag Undertaker, hashtag Warg, hashtag Voldemort. Hashtag
1: Voldemort. Hashtag Hodor shit.
3: I'll think, I'll think, I mean, Hodor shit is still warg shit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Same
1: concept. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So vote right now. Facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Till then, I think we could safely put Cobra's creatures to rest right now. We're going to come back next week with, I'll say it again, my favorite episode of G.I. Joe of all time. So if you guys don't get on board with this one, I just don't know what I'm going to do. The I Tears mean, probably will be real. The podcast because uh, we haven't been on probably. Yet.
3: <laughs> this worries me. <laughs> um,
1: it's wonky, bonker doodles. It's the craziest episode we've ever seen, and I'm I'm counting future episodes in there. This one is fucking nuts. Whoa! And it's called the Games Master. Ooh! And it's goddamn amazing. And I think it's going to pass the Bechtel test. Gina, this is the one I was talking All about. Right, we'll it's going to pass the Bechtel test. I feel it in my bones.
3: We'll Next see. week's
1: the day we do it.
3: It's the day. Send us a cake if it happens, people. Fudge you the whale. <laughs> Fudgy the whale cake. So
1: it feels special. <laughs>
3: In any case, that's going to wrap up
1: today's episode. Uh, my name is Ray Stekanis. Robert Jen. Gina Ippolito. And uh, we're going to see you with the mini-sode. Tell us what we missed. Tell us what we screwed up. And hit us up with our hashtags. We'll, we'll let you guys know what the results are next. <laughs> Hashtag warg. <laughs> Hashtag warg. <laughs> next week's mini-sode going to Wednesdays on the mini-sode, it looks like. So Are going to be Wednesdays and Fridays from this point forward. Know, know this. And know your Joe. Ooh. And good night, everybody. <laughs>
0: To Breakfast with Brent Pope, you've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, Give it up, Jimmy, you gotta sink this putt to win, or I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, Breakfast? Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope. Available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.